The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. Happy hump day, weirdos. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Okay. It's Uh, it's Wednesday. Okay, but I mean, not when people are listening to this. So we got an email uh, to the my brother, my brother, and me email from Lydia. And Lydia shared with us uh, a, a list of 200 questions. Okay. Conversation starters from conversationstartersworld.com. Okay. And the list is titled Questions to Ask a Guy. And the and the uh beginning of the description says, here's a great set of questions to ask a guy to get him talking. They are designed to get an interesting conversation started, but still keep it relatively casual. And folks, these questions are fucking bonkers. Well, this is good, Travis, because we're we're just three guys being dudes. I know, in this, right? In this show. And so what what a better way to get us going, get our sort of talk rocks off, than to just sort of get some convo starties. And you know what? This is this represents the beginning of a conversation, doesn't it? Right. Mm. And also at this point, if we're looking to keep the conversation going, we've been going almost 450 episodes. We're starting to run out of things to talk about. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Question number three. You And remember, these are questions designed to keep the conversation going, but keep it relatively casual. For real, Quest- for, for big guys. Yeah. Question number three. You wake up suddenly in the middle of the night. What would be the scariest sound to hear after waking up? <laughs> oh, man. When I'm trying to get oh, to know boy. guys... When I'm trying to like, you know, I've joined a football club and I want to get to know the other guys. This is always a good one. We like to bandy this one about. Hey, Theo. Hey, bud. What's the late night terror for you? What's the what's the what's the dark beating heart of the yawning void inside your soul, Theo? Hey, dude, pass me a Sprite. I also tell me about your greatest fears. I enjoy question 18. Which historical figure wasn't as amazing as most people think they were? Uh, hey, you want to dunk on Ben Franklin with me, Doug? Come on, Buzz. <laughs> Let's get Abe. It's time. <laughs> hey, now, Buzz. this is the one that I would like us to actually spend some time answering, because uh, this is the one that I think, if you asked a guy to keep the conversation going, this would go totally normal. Question 19. You are in charge of making insects a popular food item. You have one billion U.S. dollars to achieve your goal. How do you do it? Oh my god, that's actually one of the best conversation starters I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, I walk up to a guy and say this. So it's like, hey, uh, so glad you agreed to come on this blind date with me. Also, you're in charge of making insects a popular food item, and you have one U.S. billion dollars to achieve your goal. How do you do it? Well, I'll tell you, a billion bucks buys a lot of marshmallows you can hide bugs inside. Oh, that's good. So that's step one, and I could probably pay some people to get get stuffing and that's to hot let me be clear to make bugs a popular food item you would hide them in marshmallows and then after like a year of people eating marshmallows be like hey did you like those marshmallows 
there were bugs in them. Listen, if things as they are today in 2019 have taught me anything, it's that if you have a billion dollars, you cannot disperse it to people who need it much, much more than you. You have to spend it on space rockets. You have to Uh spend it on bug marshmallows. So yeah, Trav, I think I'm leaning in the right direction on this one. Okay. Uh, I'd rebrand everything. I would make it illegal to say roach. I would make it illegal to say moth. I would make it illegal to say mosquito. They would be replaced with Fritos too. Mm -hmm. Okay. New nachos. Guy Fieri Fieri presents moths. (laughs) Guy Fieri Fieri is turbo moths. This is a different plan to bring on celebrities to endorse. I enjoyed that one too, though. I would spend a billion dollars. Dangerously cheesy moths. (laughs) Yeah. Pizza licious roaches. (laughs) Hugh Grant's pizza licious roaches. Hey, it's me, Margot Robbie. Eat a cricket. I do. I love them. I had spent a billion dollars hiring crop dusters to fly over bugs and like drop. Just get them. Yeah, put some salt on them or something. Mm. Make them taste better. And then you like, they're delicious now. Maybe (sighs) some kind of like viral challenge. That's oh, a billion dollars getting, like, I didn't a, even think about that. Get them eating bugs for a challenge. The well, bug eating. Gotta the, get the a snow piercer challenge. Gotta get a Netflix sort of movie about it first. So we get Sandra Bullock back. Yes. For Bird Box 2. This one's called Bug Box. And instead okay. of using the Bird Box to as a cudgel to beat the monsters, didn't see it. But people loved it and started to meme it pretty hard. So in this one, it's a box full of bugs, but she opens it up and she's like, oh, actually, these look delicious. Are these covered in pizza dust? And Guy Fieri pokes out and he's like, yeah. And then the monster gets him, but she eats them. And now Bob's your uncle. Teen's got to eat this for their Snapchat story. I got a way to force everybody to eat bugs. All right. Just wait. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait. Well, it'll happen. We're going to get there. There's no need to rush. We're all going to be eating bugs here before too long. Let's not rush it. Let's just enjoy bread while we got it. Justin, with that extremely specific Alex Jones sort of stuff I'm just saying, and you know what? That's fine. It's dense protein and fuck bugs. Yeah, that's good bugs. And also, people all over the world that just aren't right here are eating them already. Yeah, they're like, they're like, give me, pass the bugs over here. Bugs They're good. afraid that we're gonna find out about bugs. How how good bugs are. Yeah. And good for you, God. And if you watch Shark Tank, half of things are bugs now. If you watch Shark Tank, half of all food products do have bugs in them. Mm. Yeah, bugs is good. I feel like I've talked about this on the show more than once, but I see the Hakuna Matata scene where they ate the big fat grubs, and I've mm. always found that scene in- incredibly, inexplicably appetizing. I wanna eat the grubby bug that has the juice that comes out of it because I, I want to know. Like I want to know. Like they're like it's a women's sampler, and, and it I looks so that. good when he sucks the big the big one down, and it when looks he sucks that big one. He I sucks love that it. big one down, and it looks so just like plump and writhing. It's just like I, I want to know. Maybe we often struggle with how to pitch our podcast to people. Uh-huh. I think in from now on, it would be easiest to say it's the sort of show where my brother Griffin has had more than one opportunity to talk about how delicious he thinks the bugs in Lion King look. 
Yep. So it's that kind of uh, program. Well, in my defense, they give mm-hmm. you, I believe, yelling energy in the Lion King video game. Correct. So I feel a sort of attachment or health. It's either health or yelling energy. Um, and second of all, if they start to get on my case about that, good thing that scene has a little message that will help me get through the strife that that will cause. <laughs> and what, and what is that message? You know what it is. It's trademark, but it, uh, uh, it's trademark, but it rhymes with Hakuda Mabata. <laughs> it doesn't actually. It kind of does. Okay. Um, Raccoonah. Is- <laughs> <laughs> Chabata. Chabata. Raccoon, not Chabata. Draguna, Chewbacca. <laughs> Setsuna, Frittata. Dragoon Chewbacca is my favorite character in Kingdom Hearts Three. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Three is out, and I'd love to. Talk. We can't. We can't keep <laughs> dipping in. I can't keep dipping in. I've been in. told I'm not allowed to, but boy, Siri wants to get in. Um. <laughs> Siri just thinks I said to it, Kingdom Hearts 3 is out, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I hope Google and Siri and all that shit aren't listening, because I just fucked my whole thing. My whole internet ad thing is ruined. Tim, Tim Cook, while sitting on his uh, Sora, Riku, Kairi bedspread, just got a notification on his computer, and he's like, ah, good. We got him. We got him. Hey, don't fucking e- give me a link to that great reply, reply all episode about how those things aren't listening to us. Please, please. I heard it. It's great. I get it. It was just a joke. Damn. God, it was just a joke. Yeah, you really Whoa. went beast mode there. Hey, let's do show. Let's do show. It's an advice show. Recently, my best friend's parents, who I am not that close to. Fuck you, Marjorie. Me. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Marjorie. You thought we were friends, but we ain't. Doug, Marjorie, eat my ass. What's up? No, I will not give you a ride to the airport. Fuck off. Let me finish, please. Sorry. Inviting me over for a dinner of pizza and chicken wings <laughs> before I would be house-sitting for them. Please, everybody, it's hard enough for me to read. Stop wording things in the weirdest possible way. I will have a dinner of pizza and chicken wings. <laughs> Present to me, Krogon, a dinner of pizza before I would be house Okay. A dinner of pizza and chicken wings before I would be house-sitting for them. Partway through the meal, my friend's mom said, oh, hang on. Fished a fork out of the drawer and handed it to me and said, for the wing. This is fake. Fake fake question duped again. Duped again. You, you almost got one by the McElroy boys, but we weren't born. Uh, I was I was born during the day, but not during, but not yesterday. So next this question. Is a fake? Next question. This is a fake? Scoop this one in the garbage can, yeah. <laughs> Wait, why are you so sure? Scoop it right in the garbage can. This person doesn't exist. No way. Fork winger. No way. <laughs> out the window with this Deborah Fork winger, get out of here. Dump, yeah, dump this one in the front yard. Let it let it fertilize the roses. No way. A wing not forker. Wanted, Stop not, it. Not wanting to be rude, I took it, but not understanding how she wanted me to use it and seeing as no one else is using one, I sort of awkwardly, awkwardly placed it on my napkin. For the rest of the meal, I became increasingly paranoid. She was noticing me not using the fork. <laughs> and then mm. I was being very rude. By not doing so, despite me being completely bewildered as to how to use a fork for a chicken wing. Brothers, why did she give me the fork? <laughs> Is there some new fork technique I've not been told about? <laughs> They've done it. <laughs> They've cracked it. What should I have done in this situation to avoid offending my host? 
That's a fork full pie in California. There's a few possibilities here, and I'm going to give you one yeah. from my files, from the J files, we call them. When I am eating the flats, yeah, not flatties. the drums, but the uh-huh. flatties. When I'm eating the flatties, sometimes I'll get a little <laughs> bit, there'll be a little bit of that succulent chicken in between the two bones that make up the flat. Which is rude of the chicken to hide its meat in there, I huh? Hide that delicious right. meat for yourself. <laughs> so I sometimes I'll stick my tongue in there I, 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 like that to yeah. jam it out. Uh-huh. So the reason <laughs> I'm saying this is that if he, I'm just realizing it in the moment that that visual palette that I would be presenting there would be challenging at best. Especially since you, you, you are not that close to so they have not seen this display before. No, it's now. possible that it's just an inbuilt genetic thing that some rowdy rowdy folks do. And I'm yeah. thinking if you maybe pulled this stunt, yeah. I think that maybe they observed it. Maybe if they observed the stunt, yeah, they just- might say like, actually, we're going to go ahead and get you a fork because we can't. Because do- it's Sunday. We just got back from church and you're doing wingalingus over here. <laughs> kind of wingus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, was it a special like tiny like a like a shrimp fork, no, but man. for wings? I would or hope could, that now that could mention. be useful. I would love yeah. that. I would hope they would mention it's a shrimp fork if it was a fucking shrimp fork. Wowzers! Yeah, I mean, you probably had some ragged action on your eating, and the fact that they, she didn't offer it to anybody else means that you did the worst job of eating the wings at the table. And you can't take that personally, but there's lots of YouTube tutorials about how to do it good, and don't yes. be ashamed to ask for help. Um, yeah, Maybe especially it was with just the, the big game coming. Oh shit! This is gonna be after the big <gasps> game. Well, you'll catch it twenty twenty probably. Yeah. If or maybe you'll watch a, a rewatch, uh, like a maybe you like videotaped the big game. Hopefully by then football will have been outlawed. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Now I, it's possible that maybe this is just a matter of like the parents they love each other mm. and they love your friend, but they're not sure on you yet. So if parents or friends, if family members got wing stains on the table. They can forgive that. Hmm. But if you wing stain the tablecloth, they might like then not trust you to then house it and they have to cancel their vacation. So might this just, this might just be like a defense mechanism so that you don't ruin their trip to like, I don't know, to Barbados or wherever they're going. Where are they going? Why didn't you include that in the question? This is important data that no, I need to not. know. Are you the only one who potentially did not get boneful wings and, Ooh. in fact, would find your wings to be boneless? Mm. And so by eating those with your hands, you're a wild animal. Wait, why is that, Griffin? That seems like a double standard. I've made it easier to eat, and therefore now I have to introduce utensils? Yeah, yeah. Hey, folks, folks aren't out there eating. Wow, huh? This is a double standard, though. I will eat a wing-wing with my hands. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, using Justin's technique, sometimes my tongue and my heart... <laughs> Uh, but in a chicken tender, you know I'm gonna yeah. hand that one. That oh, one's yeah. getting handed and dipped and mouthed. But a buffalo, uh, a boneless guy, a buffalo wing. If you eat that with your hands, you're a dog in the street. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a small tender, or a, a you know the boneful wings floppier cousin. Why can't I eat that with my hands? Mm. What about like popcorn chicken? Popcorn chicken's smaller. hand, of course. If you eat yeah. that with a fork, you're out of your you're out of your gourd, man. Right? So why is it just 
the yeah. boneless wing yeah. when the whole game done changed. Yeah. Well, we helped them enough. How about a Yahoo? Okay, yeah, I love that, Griffin. Thank this one's so sent in by Sid that. Ross. Sid sent a bunch of great ones in. Thank you, Sid. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. I'm going to call the Quaker Oats guy. Looking at him. He looks regal. Regal beagle. Uh, Quaker Oats guy asks, is he? Is there an ad for Quaker Oats on your desktop right now? Like on the screen? Or are No, you it's just my desktop at... background. Is an ad for <laughs> Quaker Oats. I just love them. I love these guys. <laughs> uh, so Quaker Oats guy asks, and this is like, this is almost a riddle me piss. It's 12.46 a.m. Mm-hmm. Is it too early slash late in the day to make tortellini? I gotta know. <laughs> huh. <laughs> huh. It's 12.46 a.m. And to, to answer this one, we really have to look at the whole sort of like, the whole sort of clock using 12.46 as like the fulcrum of it and try to figure out, is it, it's it it's almost certainly too early for pasta time. But yeah, no one's making pasta at least, you know, you wake up at 6:30 at the earliest and maybe start chowing down on pasta that seems weird, but you've, you know, you've made it now 6 hours in advance. It's going to be it's going to be not great. I think it's definitely too early in the day to have tortellini, but I guess it's again a question of perspective. Tortellini huh. What are, what kind of um what kind of stuffing are we talking about with this tortellini? Because it seems like if you got maybe uh egg, mm. or maybe bacon, uh, you might have yourself um a kind of a breakfast tortellini. Now, going. Justin, I would argue that the stuffing does not change the fact that this would still be about six hours before you could justifiably have breakfast. Yep, I mean, Saturday Night Live just ended. I'm real horny. Uh-huh. Got to work this off by making my own tortellini and stuffing it with breakfast. Wait, are you making it from scratch? I assume this is like a frozen scenario, perhaps a refrigerated scenario. Nah. You're like cranking out the dough and everything? I Nobody's think so. What time? Work- what time was it? 12.46 a.m. I'm horny as hell. SNL just ended. Had me a good belly laugh at that one. And I need a way to work out these jimmies. Well, now, I don't know how long it takes to make tortellini from scratch. 12.46 might be the right time to start if you want to have it for lunch the next day. It doesn't take a lot. Any pastas are very quick. They come together quick. You put them in the machine. No, you're making it from scratch, my man. From scratch, you come together quick. You put put it in the machine. You don't know. It's throw together ingredients. You put it in the machine. You fold it into shapes. You wrap it around stuffing. You crimp. And now it's and you're 6.30 go, and you're a.m. you're the way. You hit, mm. get the deep fat fryer going. Mm-hmm. Go, then throw it all in the trash and go to Olive Garden because you don't know how to make it. Tortellini <laughs> <laughs> certainly seems like the, maybe one of the more challenging pastas to try to make from scratch Definitely. yourself. Anything, scra- anything uh, full uh, is going to be tough. But it's fun because if you get bored of eating it, you can... Pick them up and use them as like little rings. I used to do that when I was a kid. I'd make have little tortellini rings, and everyone thought it was really cute. Oh mm-hmm. shit! This is a trick question. Oh, okay. This person works a shift where they go into work like four a.m. to noon, and so twelve for them is like their bra- it's the breakfast. They're having that's brunch. But, yeah. And the other possibility here... Possibility, please. The other possibility here, thank you, Travis, my brilliant brother, 
is that once you reach a certain age, you can do whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want to. Mm-hmm. So it you can do this, but you need some sort of... In, all you have to do to justify this, the only person you have to justify this to is you, yourself, and the Holy Spirit that dwells within you. Yes. Because that's the, at the end of the day, you just got to be able to fall asleep after this at 2.15 a.m. after you've made and consumed the tortellini. If you just treat it like... Okay, so I had dinner, and then I did, SNL started up, but during commercial break, I jetted on down to Taco Bell for fourth meal. Mm-hmm. And as everybody knows, the traditional fifth meal is a homemade pasta that you made yourself. It's half a serving of port. It's tortellini. Like, right. you, get, you don't need a full serving. Come on. We're not getting silly here. This uh, is, can I say, Griffin, to your point? Thank you. You reach a certain age where you can eat and do whatever you want whenever you want, but your body begins to reject it in mm-hmm. a way that I feel is like inverse and unfair. Like yeah. when I'm a child, I could have eaten ice cream every meal, yeah. three to four meals in a day, but I was not allowed to. But yeah. now at 35, if I do that in one day, I'll die. Yeah, I, I would. When I was a kid, I would pack three packs of Gushers for my lunch, and Dad would see that and say, "No, you don't." And now that I'm an adult, it's like my body is my dad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite John Mayer song. Is that what dad bod means? <laughs> as long as you live under my skin, you'll obey my rules. Hey, young man. It's kind of like it's kind of like Krang, Griffin. The brain that lives in your belly pirates uh, pilots the entire operation. That's kind of yeah. what you're Yes, but with. it would be like if the rest of Krang was like, I think I like pizza tonight. And Krang was like, we'll be up all night with hot man. You don't yeah. think that that... that that shell that Krang rode around in did want pizza? That thing look nothing has ever looked like it wanted pizza more than Krang's body. Right. That whole, that that shell suit is maybe the saddest character in all of television ever. He didn't ever get to do anything he wanted. He wanted to hang out with maybe he, he liked the turtles. He was a he liked their their flips and their pizza. And he had to fight against them. That's sad. Did those cowards ever put Krang in a movie? It wouldn't I'm gonna be... say no because Just... he would have looked. If you're talking live action, he would have looked like a shaved scrotum, and I think I'd remember that. Yeah, um, like tummy nuts. Here's a quick <laughs> update. Quick update. He's he appears in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, and he is voiced by da da ba ba da ba Brad Garrett. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the perfect right. person. The one person I hope would would play Krang. And, and Ray Romano does the body's voice. I have had this problem for a long time and I can't get it to end. People ask me for directions constantly. I'm not over-exaggerating. No matter where I am or what I'm doing, some stranger will do their best to flag me and ask for directions. I've had a mother pull over to the side of the road, children in the car, window rolled down to ask me for help. I've... I've uh, why? Okay. I've had people basically run me down in the pouring rain for directions. I've tried wearing noise-canceling he- headphones. I even tried walking with less confidence, but none of it helps. I've been told by my friends that my resting face looks pissed off. So why does every person in the world want to ask you where the bathroom is? How do I make this stop? Is it impossible? Help. Sincerely, the Minotaur. <laughs> no. Sorry, I misread it. From Ava in Lake Forest. Yeah, I used to think 
So the, I, I kind of get where this person's coming from because I used to think that I had some sort of weird power that in public people would just want me to take their take their phone or camera and take their picture. Like we would be – I remember one time we were walking around in Central Park and like I got stopped like five different times so that some couple, they, they would like hand me their phone and be like, can you take a picture of us? And it happened to me so much I started to think that it, there was some sort of weird – um, like uh, um, Truman Show shit going on. Mm-hmm. Normally, and then, <clears throat> and then what happened, Griffin? Well, and then my <laughs> boat smashed through the wall. <laughs> and who was back there? My real wife, <laughs> Brad Garrett. <laughs> oh, Brad, Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. My real wife. <laughs> now, normally, I would chastise this person because I feel like people coming up to you. I don't know. Where I'm at in my life, this isn't for everybody, but like, it feels like a mitzvah, right? It feels like you have this opportunity to help people, and that's like a a, a sort of blessing. You should be happy that you can help somebody. The one of like the only areas in which I cannot accept it is in fact giving directions. I couldn't give anyone direct. People ask me directions to my home who are coming to like deliver something and I can't help them. I don't know what to tell them. Like just the phone took that from me. I don't have that anymore. This is true. The phone took that. I don't know what anything is. And you should have a phone too. And I know you do. Um, This is a fun test. I don't know what the street that feeds into my street is called. I don't know what the street oh, that goes into my street is called. I don't know what that is. I don't know what its name is, which isn't great. I don't great. think I do either. That's if not someone great, asks boys. me for directions, I, I like if they're not starting from my house, yeah. I don't know what to tell them. Like, okay, first come to my house and now I can tell you how to get to the store from there. I get this a lot. I think be- maybe it's because I've worked so many retail jobs, but I give off a vibe whenever I'm in a store, I think that I know where stuff is in the store. I get asked that like if I'm at home, Depot or Kroger or whatever, people will stop me and ask me specifically if I know where things are. Oh, you look like a shop boy. I do. I do look like, and I, you know, I wear a lot of polos, so I get it. I get polos and khakis. Everyone this knows is, that's my this, go-to look. This is why I wear tank tops, guys. <laughs> people only gotta ask you directions to one thing, and that's the bar. Or a gun show. Or a gun show. Or a party. A gun show would be... No, it's not a real gun show, Juice. Talking oh, about my big arms. Oh, yeah, because your big arms. Okay. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm writing a note to myself about the good joke you did. It's who a needs, good joke. Who needs guns? I have these big arms. And my and then I would cock my bicep like it was like a gun. <laughs> like you would like break your arms? Yeah, I bend it, bend it 90 degrees. <laughs> but then I bend it right back. <laughs> And like what Mango. comes what comes out of my elbow? A little cannon. <laughs> Alita Battle Angel 2. Griffin is him. Hey, what's going on with that fucking foot? <laughs> hey, yeah, Robert. Hey, Robert. <laughs> hey, I've been seeing commercials and um it kind of looks like those uh you know those like we turn the Simpsons into real people and this is what it looks like. Um it's kind of like that. And I don't think that movie should be allowed to come out. No one asked me about it. And I just am not sure that it should come out because I've been seeing a lot of pictures from it, Rob. And I'm just not sure, bud. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there goes that sponsorship. <laughs> Let's try with the other ones, I guess. 
I just hopped on Rotten Tomatoes to see if the Alita was getting scores yet. There's a movie coming out called What Men Want. With Taraji P. Henson. Yeah, that looks cool. I wonder how many of these great questions it's going to have in it. How many oh. of these great icebreakers? Probably a lot. What Probably kind? Of, if you could them. design a treehouse, what would it look like? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what would be in my treehouse? Go for it. What's that? A Casper mattress. Okay. And listen, I know what you're saying, Travis, how would you get a mattress up a tree? It would be easy. Because cat one, I'd have a really cool pulley system. It would be very Swiss Family Robinson. But also, they come in boxes, and then you cut them up, and it goes, and like becomes a full-size mattress, like the raft in Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Also, they're incredibly comfortable. I notice whenever we tour or travel or whatever, and I sleep on a mattress that isn't my Casper mattress, like I legitimately notice a decrease in the quality of my sleep. Um, and they have free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada, n- and no hassle returns. So you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So you can sleep on it for 100 nights, and then on like night 100, be like, no, you know what? Forget this. And you can send it back, no hassle. But don't and do it. That's, that's no, messed Don't up. do it. No, don't do it. Don't do this. But you can also get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash brother and using promo code brother at checkout. That's casper.com slash brother with the promo code brother for $50 towards select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply. And you get our personal guarantee. You're going to have way more wet dreams than one of these bad boys. <laughs> yeah. Wet I'm talking about a, dreams. a 400% increase at least or our money back. Yes, and I can give you a Travis McElroy guarantee that one of the Hemsworths has slept on this mattress before it got to you. Federal, hey, Federal Communications Commission. That's Jesus. a Travis McElroy guarantee. It's not legally binding. Federal Communications Commission, you're listening to this one now. What's up? This is goofs. Uh, you know what? If, if you, the SEC fined us for you guaranteeing 400% increase in wet dreams, I would wear that fine like a badge of honor. Uh... I, Stitch Fix, I'm not going to lie about Stitch Fix. I'm only going to say true things. But every single article of clothing I've ever received from them has a retail price of $15,000. <laughs> and I don't know how they're selling it to me for, they all cost seven cents. And it seems oh, to me. Justin. Oh, Justin, no, this one feels uh, bad. No, it's not true. Hold on. Uh, if you would like to start filling out your wardrobe, but you're bad at picking out clothes, I get it. Uh, I've known a lot of people like that, but <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to live like a sloppy boy or girl or non-gender binary adhering individual any longer. No, you can turn to Stitch Fix. You're going to give them your measurements. You can tell them a little bit about some of the environments you find yourself in. Your day to day, and then they're gonna get you some looks, and uh, you're gonna tell them what you think about those looks. Keep only the ones that you like, and those are the only ones that you are going to be paying for. And then your stylist, your personal stylist, is gonna get feedback about what you like and don't like. In that next box, it's gonna be even better, and so on and so forth. The ones you don't like, by the way, you can uh, exchange or return those. It's always free. There's no uh, shipping fee. And uh, there's a, the styling fee, the fee for your own personal stylist. It's only 20 bucks, And that gets applied towards anything you keep from your shipment. So, like, 
no worries. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash my brother, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all the items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash my brother to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash my brother. Can we just do a quick stitch check? My pants, stitch. My, my shirt, stitch. My pants are stitch, and my over sweater is, is stitch. My jeans are stitch, and my shirt says Hills is where the toys are. Didn't okay. get it from stitch. Oh, wait, can we go back? My pants are stitch, and my tiny blue alien is stitch. Great, Trev. That's, just, That's good. Thank That's you. just good. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we went back to pick that up. I would have felt terrible for days. Moving on. Not all heroes wear capes. Some heroes watch war movies and then review them. <laughs> Friendly Fire is a war movie podcast for people who don't necessarily like war movies, although it does not exclude people who love war movies. I'll have you know that I am wearing a cape. My cape is just made of sound-deadening material from an audio recording studio. <laughs> it's a really great show. John's daughter doesn't like it because we sometimes say swear words on it, but almost everybody else that has ever listened to it has enjoyed the, the program. Download and subscribe to Friendly Fire wherever you get your podcasts. To the victor, go the spoiler alerts. Y'all want a Yahoo? No. I want a munch! I want too much. Squaw. Took it into a minor key. Yeah. The big game's coming up, folks, and I am. It was yesterday. Coming up next year. Super Bowl 34, just 364 days away. Almost certainly we're not at 34, are we? 54. Super Bowl 54 coming up. Real quick. Um, I can't wait to watch it to see who's in it. Bojangles is cashing in on... We can't say super... Have you all ever known anyone uh, uh, so terrified to say anything as people are to say the Super Bowl? I know I'm just saying it, but um, what happens? It must be real bad, huh? They must be really aggressive about that because people work really hard not to say it. I think probably not us, though. I think we're probably fine. I think the Super Bowl, yeah, I said it, should also- what about Super Bowl? <laughs> send out an email that says, hey, also the big game now. You can't say that one anymore. And just- Now you have to call it the Sipper Bowl from now on. <laughs> the football party. Call it that or nothing. <laughs> so Bang- Bojangles just- at- Competitive hugging. Bojangles adds an MVP to his lineup just in time for the Super Bowl. I added it. Not Bojangles. Come after me, lawyers. The caption on this photo, which is the biggest pile of chicken I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life, says, Bojangles encourage you. <laughs> I <don't... laughs> the name is plural. The entity is singular. Yeah. And so yeah. it says, Bojangles encourage you to call ahead to pre-order your 50-piece Chicken Supremes or Homestyle Tender Platter or Call of Duty Black Ops 5. Pre-order anything you want when you call Bojangles. We don't give a shit. All great teams update their playbook before the big game. All the teams! 
<laughs> update their playbook before the big game. That's yeah. why Bojangles is adding a new play just in time for this Sunday's showdown. A 50-piece chicken supremes platter available for $49.99. Do that math. It's a buck. A tender. This, a buck a clock. A buck a clock this Sunday at participating. Holy fuck. A buck a clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's this Sunday at participating Bojangles. Check your luck. <laughs> fuck a, a buck. buck a clock. <laughs> Pack, packed with your choice of our popular, perfectly seasoned chicken supreme or our mild, flavorful, homestyle tenders. Hey, y'all, I don't know if you got Bojangles around you. One of those is spicy, and fuck me if I could ever remember which one it is. Uh, there's a it's a 50 piece platter. It also comes with 12 delectable sauces. Mm. Get your dip on. Woof. <laughs> oh man, get your dip on with our classic ranch tangy barbecue, zesty Bo's special sauce gross, and of course that irresistible Bojangles honey mustard. Any good coach, <laughs> man, Bojangles is making a lot of assumptions about its knowledge <laughs> of sports. Any good coach knows it's important to get your play in early. And you can do the same. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Hey, you heard me. Start. Go. Go, go, go. go, go, go. All, right. All right, guys. First down. Let's go for that field goal. <laughs> first down. Better punt it. Get that play in early, though. Don't twist it. Never expect it. You can call your local Bojangles today to pre-order your platter for Sunday. You may be mad at me for telling you this after the Super Bowl, but I'm doing it for your own good. I always assume with these, there's some small percentage of the audience that will say, hmm, buck a cluck, huh? Don't mind if I do. So I've just saved you from that. You're welcome. Packed with, uh, say, quote, a Bojangles 50-piece platter will always win your game day gatherings. Most valuable platter award, says Randy Poindexter, <laughs> senior Shit. vice president of marketing for Bojangles. No. Um, no. Hey, I went over all the platters and... Um, Bojangles, you win most valuable platter. But wait, I bake brownies myself. That doesn't matter. Bojangles. Spent 50, spent 50 bucks on this a buck a clock. <laughs> buck a clock. It's most valuable. This is a $50 retail price. I could take this out on the street and wholesale it for $75. Easy, no problem. Our Supremes and Homestyle Tenders are so delicious. You might even need to bring uh, along a second platter for your group of monsters. <laughs> it doesn't say of monsters, but hey, I don't care how many people are gathered in the Lord's name, and by the Lord, I mean the Super Bowl. You can't, they can't, they shouldn't eat more than 50 chickens in. <laughs> yeah. This is my uh, this is my best friend. I hope you don't mind. I brought him to the game. He's a kiddie pool full of uh, hydrochloric acid. <laughs> I, I brought this chipper shredder. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so if you don't mind, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to karate kick the leg of this table off and then just like let everything slow down into him. This is my uncle. He's a hole. <laughs> so, so just to check, you did buy two of these platters, right? Because whole uncle wants to. Yeah. Okay. He's got a grub down too. So wants to... <laughs> um, uh, get creative with your chicken supremes or homestyle tenders. Check out Bojangles tailgate hacks to learn how to, you, you can use Bojangles menu items as a base for creating your own craveable game day recipes. So here is what Bojangles is presumed to tell you. You can take the things that we made and make them <laughs> good for game day time. Wait, uh -huh. what, what are they suggesting? Um, they're suggesting tailgate hacks, Griffin. Justin, that doesn't mean anything to me. That's not, that sounds like a, a, a some sort of cybermancer is trying to gain access to my station wagon through the rear. So here's the thing that's troubling. 
The press release says that you can check out the Bojangles tailgate hacks, but that information is not available anywhere on the internet. <laughs> so I am, I am currently very challenged by this, um, this, this, this uh, Bojangles tailgate hack thing because they do say that it is. Okay, okay, I found, okay. There's a Facebook page. Did you find the yes, Facebook yes, page? I found the Facebook page. I got some. Um, I got some uh, YouTubes here from the Bo Channel. <laughs> um, let's see. In this, with some guacamole. I'm just going to. Some... I'm going to tell you this one. It's Buffalo Chicken Crescent Ring. Okay, so the person's made a huge sort of sunburst out of croissant wedges. Okay, it's like a flower shape. And then they have they take a bunch of chicken off of three chicken breasts, okay? And then they dump in a bunch of hot sauce into them. I bet they're gonna stir them. Yep, yep, they're stirring it, folks. They're stirring <laughs> it up. Uh, oh, an entire brick of cream cheese. Two, one container of Bojangles Ranch. No, sorry, two containers of Bojangles Ranch sauce. They combine those, and no, don't mix them to. No, they're mixing them together. <laughs> oh. Oh, Christ. Now they've made a ring of it, and it's inside the croissants, and now they've they've topped it with cheese. How could you? And now they're folding up the edges to make a Wait, big- Wait, slow down. I'm writing this down. A big stinky ring of chicken, and they've got more mm. ranch for dipping, because fuck you. <laughs> this video came out November 17th, 2018, on the Bojangles official channel- and I am the 88th person to ever see oh, it. Oh, no. How is this possible? Oh, no. How is it possible that there are only 88 <laughs> views of this video? More I'm than 88 people made it. I'm looking at a different one where they've made a sort of bruschetta out of Bojangles potato rounds. <laughs> uh, and uh, this one's got, it came out same date, 78 views on this one. Hashtag Saturday, hashtag food hack. These are so good. Hashtag football, hashtag tailgate with hashtag Bojangles, hashtag potato rounds. Yes, please. Hashtag the first empty dish at the tailgate. We are your tailgate HQ. Hashtag long live the tailgate. Go get you some. Fuck. Do they really need the hashtag potato rounds there? As though if I wanted to find something about potatoes, I couldn't simply search the word potatoes. <laughs> and that would probably bring up everything about potatoes. Let's all silently find this Facebook video. I have not posted on Facebook since the birth of my son. I'm going to go ahead and share this now. <laughs> I've just shared it now, and I will let you all know in real time how much social media attraction I get with this video on my timeline. I want, can I push this a little further, Griffin? Yeah. I want everyone to share it. (laughs) I want everyone to go to the Bojangles page, and we're going to make- Yeah, you can find it easy. Just search hashtag (laughs) Botato. Everybody, I've shared it uh, uh, on my timeline. Everybody should go find this. Fucking vid and share it, and th- just start commenting on it. We'll be responding to questions throughout the week. We'll this. be doing an AMA. We own the comments on this bitch now. These are ours. Loving this. I'm com- I just commented loving this one. So that's that, that comments from me, Griffin. If you want to comment. Yeah, let me get on yours. <laughs> you can just reply to my comment that we did on the um, on the uh, potato post. 
Uh, people are gonna. I, I, I don't know. Okay, my football guys love this one. Oh, that's great. Uh, man, this video is gonna be viral all of a sudden, and I feel pretty good that if you're the person that made it, you're gonna have a kick-ass week because of it. You're gonna think that you finally had an impact. Um, I mean, you did. You did. You did. This ain't artificial. No, you did it. I'm, okay. Can, is there? Should I do a Yahoo? Yeah. Or do, is there it. more? No, there's more. Okay. I mean, I had. There's other things, but I feel like we've spent too much time on the Munch Squad already. I um, so we'll just move on. Um, I got one here that was sent in by Adrian Cowles. Thank you so much, Adrian. It's a uh, Yahoo Answers user Window who asks: Is it rude to look at other people's shopping at the supermarket? Wait, have we talked about this before? Sorry, I was distracted because I'm sharing the link to the oh, potatoes okay. thing on my uh, Twitter, but with no comments whatsoever. It's got to be Facebook. Got to be. Facebook. I want it to be. It's got to be. Facebook. Well, I'm sharing the link to the Facebook page. Okay, it'll be fully five days before this episode comes out. Yeah, that's a long time to wait for content. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, bud, it's your Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. So, is it rude to look at other people shopping in the supermarket? I love looking at other people shopping in the supermarket, but I hate when they look at mine. But everybody's looking all day, all the time, right? Yes. Yes. When I roll past, my favorite thing to do is to try to, like, Sherlock a thing and be like, oh, they're going to make, I don't know, barbecue or whatever, or they have diarrhea or whatever. As you walk <laughs> past and you look at yes. the cart and you're like, oh, they're... I don't know, planning a big weekend with a college friend that they haven't seen in a decade. Yeah, the Mario Party minigame version of this is at CVS. When you see me, and I've got um, a special order, sort of these big boxes of Imodium. And so you see me walk <laughs> up, and you know sort of what my my whole story is. But at the grocery store, I mostly try just try to play a game of just like, are you being a healthy boy? Because that's really all I can get. I don't like to snoop in there a lot, but I can tell, like, I can tell. I can tell. If I see a lot of stuff from the produce section, I'm like, you're just bragging now. My worry is always that when I buy something with toilet paper, the the people who see it are going to assume that it, whatever it is makes me poop. Yeah. <laughs> like if I buy if I buy a symphony bar and toilet paper, I was yeah. assuming people were going to think the symphony bar. God, you know what's you know what's heartbreaking? What? We've definitely talked about this. That's what I was going to say. This is the uh, I don't want to have another Hakuna Matata bugs moment, but yeah. Justin is definitely talking about his fear of buying stuff with toilet paper for the fear that it would make people think that whatever he was buying. Okay. Yeah. Well, part. that's why I like to buy all that stuff, the the sort of unspeakable stuff in one lump sum. So I'll get toilet paper and you know Jimmy caps and and, <laughs> and then you don't know what kind of fucking day I'm having. Um. I hate the feeling of buying 18 rolls of toilet paper like when I'm at the store, but there's not a quicker emotional flip I go through than buying 18 rolls of toilet paper at the store and feeling like a bad person to seeing 18 rolls of toilet paper in my hall closet and I feel bulletproof. Nothing could touch yeah. me then. Look at all this fucking toilet paper I have. I'm good for whatever happens. I'm so loaded. I'll never have to think about toilet paper again. Ever, ever, ever. No, never again. That explains why like you keep calling your closet the panic room, and it's just full top yeah. to bottom of toilet paper. So I'll tell you what I like seeing is just a lot of one thing yeah. in somebody's cart, just like chock full of Activia, <laughs> and it's like, good for you. Whenever I see something like that where someone's like, they got the ingredients to like say make pancakes, 
but times 50 Mm. where I'm like, you are doing a charity fundraiser for something and Mm. I support you. And what never crosses my mind is that person fucking loves pancakes. Loves them, has to have activity. I noticed the thing that, I think the thing I've seen the most in this situation is party pizzas. You see college kids and they've got like 50 party pizzas in there and they've got a look on their face like they're about to pull the heist of the century. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody nobody can tell me how to live anymore, dad. 99 cents for for a whole pizza? Well, they're, ah, they're, I'm a savvy shopper now. Their dad bod hasn't fully sort of formed yet. <laughs> sure. Hasn't hasn't really gestated. There's a perfect three years where you have the money to buy party pizza and the physical ability <laughs> to do so. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is why they make carts so big and so fucking see-through, is so that everybody can scope out each other, everybody can clock each other's sort of needs without being like super, super obvious about it. It's, well, this, it's really good people watching. Let me give you a number one Travis shopping hack. This is why every so often you just grab, like you're gonna grab some like pickled onions. You're just gonna grab something, right? Three or four of them. But you're gonna hand it back to the cashier when you get up there and say, oh, I changed my mind, I don't want these pickled onions. And that's gonna keep the looky-loos I see. Oh. I'm guessing about what's going on in there. Like, Oh, he's pickled onions. What's he doing? Uh huh. Those weren't my pickled onions. See, I, I was like, like decoy. To, I like to go and get. Some also, p- it makes more work <clears throat> for the people who work at the grocery store. So, and which I is bet good. they appreciate it. I like to swing by the butcher, get some of that good sort of parchment, and line my cart with it. Because what fun. I do, that's for now. You can't see inside. This is my stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, and you can you also know, draw on it. You can draw for the kids. It, which is fun for well and for me. I like to put a hole in the bottom of my shopping cart for trash and claws and bones. Uh-huh. So as I'm <laughs> as I'm eating my way oh, through the grate, yeah, Justin, what? what's up? They don't. There's no way, man. We've talked a lot about shoplifting or lifting, as the lifting community <laughs> calls it, but we've never really talked about food lifting before. Mm. There's, yeah, I've already used it up. You can't get this out of me. That's good stuff. You can pull the watch well, out of can. You can pull the watch out of my pocket, but <laughs> you can't pull the Activia out of my GI tract because it's already doing its great work in there. Hey, I'm gonna give I don't know Kroger or Maya or whoever's listening a million billion dollar idea. Hmm. Put little like self checkout throughout the store. <laughs> So then as I'm walking, I'm like, I want to tear into these Cheez-Its right now. I can just scan it and pop the fiber in and then just start eating them. Boom, my receipt, look out. Or to just, you know, let's add back into the economy, Travis. We can have like a patience associate who goes around and if they see you sort of, you know, slavering over your own cart, they see you and like, can't wait to crack into that dry tortellini, huh? I feel you. You want me to beep that out for you? And then right? you can beep it out, and then you can have yourself a time. And we'll have private booths for you to do this work in. Your yes. dark, your oh, I like that. Oh, and you set me up with like a little camp stove and a pot of water, and I can have that tortellini right now. Mm-hmm. You get me a Bic lighter and a can of Coke, I'll tortellini <laughs> those up for you. <laughs> my uh, my local Kroger has a um, has a has a program where you can. Uh, they have old cookies uh, sitting out on the deli counter. There's a container of yesterday's cookies that is free, you, you know, for the kids. Mm. And I talked this uh, this outreach program up to my uh, four year old daughter Charlie a lot, 
and because uh, it was the first time we had uh, gone to Kroger, I think. And I said, they got this thing. They used to have this thing as a kid where they would have like free cookies. So I rolled back to the counter in, of the deli, and there, there's no container of cookies. And <gasps> everyone working at the counter is like 20 feet away from the counter. So I started standing there with like a casual kind of talking to my daughter about, huh, I guess there's no cookies, sweetheart. Uh, I thought, but I realized this wasn't loud enough to get the attention of anybody. <laughs> so then I started talking louder. <laughs> well, sweetie, I guess they don't have any free cookies. I'm sorry. I guess they don't have any this time. And uh, then the person uh, <laughs> the person working the counter 20 feet away looks up at me, takes off their gloves, and start walking up. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't want this is too involved. Oh, no. And they said, what do you need? And I said, free cookies. <laughs> As I can <laughs> And they looked at me completely blank, like, of course you'd like some cookies, sir, this is a store. Everything is purchased here. I cut, I cut pigs. What are you talking about? I'm the pig cutter. I have no jurisdiction over cookie prices. Okay, for future reference, if you do go to Kroger, the free cookies are at the bakery counter. That's where you're going to want to get it. Oh, no, Justin. That's where you're going to want to go for that. You don't want to go to the place where they cut the meat and ask for free cookies because you will be an embarrassment to your child. And, and your brothers. And, your, and my brothers. <laughs> brothers. And, the, and the audience of, of people, I'm assuming, at this point. So I'm, uh, I guess this is my roundabout way of saying I'm super sorry to Kroger, also, everybody, and just really sorry. I, I've just realized that, oh no, this has become too involved, could also be like the McElroy motto on our crest of arms. Yeah. Uh, folks, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we've sure appreciated our time with you, and we hope you've enjoyed yourself uh we are yes we have one last chance to you to pitch our uh our shows in birmingham alabama and uh new orleans louisiana these are going to be uh happening this week as 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 you listen to this uh on february the february the 7th we're going to be in birmingham alabama uh at the alabama theater and on the 9th, we're going to be doing the Adventure Zone at the Orpheum in New Orleans. The 10th, we're going to be doing uh, My Brother, My Brother, Me in New Orleans. Both of those My Brother, My Brother, Me shows will have Sawbones and Schmanners opening up for them. So it's a huge value. Come see them. Come see um, us. Also, go ahead and start sending in your questions for those of you haven't already. Make sure to put New Orleans or Birmingham in the subject line, and I'm just going to go ahead and tell you to send in those yahoos, too. Am I yes, right, Griffin? please, please, please. If you go to McElroy.family and click Tours, you can get tickets for those shows. Uh, I think they're going to be very fun, and uh, we would love to see you there, so please come out for those. 
Um, and while you're at it, uh, just poke around McElroy.family. You can also find links to our merch and to our other projects, including video stuff, like episodes of Monster Factory. And- there should be a new one up uh, by the time you hear this. So go check that out. Thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, which is a bop. And also, thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. You can go to Maximum Fun, check out all the great shows there. Uh, new, lots of new additions to the network. Very exciting. All at MaximumFun.org. And do y'all want that final? You know I do. Yes. This final Yahoo was sent in by Sid Ross. Thank you, Sid. It is an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call Preston. Asks, can 38-year-olds listen to Slipknot? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. My brother, my brother, may kiss your dad. Square the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, listener supported. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I'm just going to end with this. Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job of swimming through the shit show that is parenting. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Find us on MaximumFun.org, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.